0: and welcome to the Natural co creators Show with Jennifer Lynch and tonight we're going to have a fascinating show because I'm talking to Anya Stoddart about her mindfulness practice and yoga. Anya will shortly be in studio to talk to us. She's had a very interesting career where she started basically as a self-employed fitness instructor and worked for Centre Parks and she's had many changes in her career since then so while we're just waiting for um, Ania to come into the studio I'm going to play Raindrops by Ashna um, which is one of my favourites and I'm sure you'll love it too It's a bit hard to directly connect, but I could actually hear you, but you couldn't hear me, so I don't know what happened there. Yeah, but we shall move that on. Bit that was a bit strange, isn't anyway. it? We it shall was move a bit on. Strange, but anyway, we're here now. Hurrah! And we are testing our mindfulness. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. How many how many laptops does it take to connect to
0: Skype? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to start by asking you a few questions. I have um, introduced you. Um, I said that you are a mindfulness um, practice teacher and yoga teacher and that mm-hmm. you started your career as a fitness instructor and you were also a manager of centre parks. That must have been interesting. Do you want to talk a little that bit was about
1: interesting.
0: that? It was, yeah, yeah,
1: sure,
0: yeah, see um bit
1: working at Centre Parks was um that was just an amazing experience actually because it was when Centre Parks in Sex was very first opened. So uh, I was there helping to set up and get a team running that would look after all the netter aspects of things. So we looked after all the sports hall area. Um, so we had badminton and tennis, squash courts, all that type of stuff. We had bowling, we had a loads of outdoor stuff like tennis and tank and um we used to run events and things so yeah i had to um yeah recruit, train and and run a team to take all the bookings and the booking day at centre parks was one of the busiest places very very first thing in the morning because completely crazy people who are meant to be on holiday would get up at 7 a.m so that they could come and give up and book their baptism courts of the day Too So uh, yeah it was it was uh, it was an intense, intense period of um, time working there, but I enjoyed doing the training and development of staff, and that was sort of my key point, really, to develop a career along a sort of educational line, really.
0: Hmm, that sounds like you were brushed off your feet then. You didn't probably have much time to relax and think, did you?
1: No, um, I very well remember coming home at the end of the day feeling really frazzled and i would just have to lie down on the floor for half an hour to get myself together again and act like a normal person so yeah that was my one of my first experiences of intense levels of stress with work and and really struggling with it
0: Mm. so what came next for you was it training to um training in acupuncture before the yoga or were they sort of about the same time um, I
1: started in training the yoga before I did the acupuncture.
0: Um, right. Because I,
1: I, when I left Centre Parks, so I became self-employed as a fitness instructor, teaching the aerobics and the gym stuff. Okay. But um, right. after a period of years doing that, it was um, I was just being constantly injured and, and very, very tired all the time. And so I wanted to still do something where I could be practically active. But I wanted to do a type of activity that wasn't going to drain my energy. That I wanted something that would fill me up, that would nourish me, that would make me feel good afterwards because the aerobics was no longer doing the job. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's why I ended up training to be a yoga teacher. And the period, that took about four years. And so for well, the back end of that, that was what really was bringing up in my mind that, My daytime job working um, in education wasn't really nailing it for me either. I wasn't really happy there in that environment, and it was time I needed to do something to change, and what was that change going to be? So that was when I found, uh, a read magazine with um, an article in about acupuncture, and I just suddenly thought, hmm, light bulb moment, this is it, this is what I want to go and do. And so my first year of acupuncture, I was finishing off my last year of yoga. So, yeah, out of the frying pan and into the fire in terms of still having loads of things on. But um, it was sort of moving in the right direction. So I wanted to you know, work and, and live
0: from then on. OK. And what did you find the benefits of, of doing yoga were? What difference did the yoga make to your life? one of the big things
1: about yoga is its ability to release tension just by doing the stretching and by working in a slow and considered way and really noticing what your body feels like and where it feels tight or what needs releasing and then you can start thinking about why is it tight what am i doing that makes it tight and so um like many people one of my favorite positions was downward dog and just love the deep stretching that that would give in my back and my legs and also being in that sort of forward bend type position, it's a position that really calms your mind down. And then when you start to stand up again and start moving around and just going back to you know, what the day-to-day life will be, it slows it your mind down and it enables you to just think more clearly and not get so wound up about things or noticing when you're getting wound up about things and actually going, well, okay, well, why am I doing that? And What effect is that having on me? And that's really a good thing for me to be keep doing it because it's making me literally uptight. It's giving me persistent shoulder problems or in my case it would give me a lot of IBS problems and I know and I would be in pain every afternoon and every evening. So it was one of those things that's like, You're doing this to yourself, you know, stop it. You need to find a way of stopping it. Hmm.
0: So you are involved with the Suffolk Wheel of Yoga or the Brit- the British School of Yoga Wheel School of Yoga? yoga yeah yeah but the Suffolk division of that yes, is that right yeah so each each county
1: in the in the British Will of Yoga each county has a local organizer so I was the organizer for Suffolk for a few years yeah
0: so that was quite a big thing really because that's a very um good standard and something to be you know I know other people that have been involved in that as well which is um really interesting so then you decided you wanted to do the acupuncture now I've never had acupuncture is it, mm-hmm. is it does it hurt does it hurt to put the needles in
1: no it doesn't be um, it's a widely you know widely held concern that do the needles hurt because when we think of needles we think hypodermics we think you know knitting needles sewing needles but actually acupuncture needles are microscopically small compared to those and um, there's a, a, the needles themselves come in little tubes, so when the, when I'm about to do an acupuncture point, needle, an acupuncture point, I press the tube down on your skin so you don't actually feel the needle at all, what you feel is the tube, then you just tap the needle and it goes in, goes through the skin really, really quickly, connects up with the tissue underneath, so you know, unless, you know, That's but really it shouldn't have I could hurt quite a catch it you
0: because your voice disappeared then. So you were saying unless, and then sorry, we lost that. Uh, last few words All right, there. okay. So basically,
1: unless I actually um, get a point where there's a, a few little nerve endings, um, the points, uh, the times when the acupuncture, the acupuncture needle goes in, it doesn't hurt. It just slides in, and you know, I had a lady this week who was quite needle phobic. I'd put in two or three needles and then she turned around to me and said, are you starting in a minute? And I'm like, yep, I've already started. You've already got three needles in. And she hadn't even noticed that they'd gone in.
0: Really? And what is it particularly good for? Are there certain conditions that you think, you know, it works really, really well at acupuncture?
1: So, I mean, acupuncture can be used for virtually anything in, in, um, in principle. What I tend to use it for the most is for pain relief. Um, it's quite heavily used for fertility support. There is um, developing protocols for using it for recovery from stroke, um, for helping to support people having chemotherapy. Um, what else is there? What's the um, Parkinson's? There's various and Protocols being developed to help with things like Parkinson's as well. So there's a lot of different ways in which it can be used, and really, it's a question of deciding, you know, where your focus is, what you want to specialise in, and and refining and your skills and understanding down that down that down that route. Mm,
0: okay, that's brilliant, and this is all based on the meridian system is it with the acupuncture how does that work so
1: from the Chinese perspective they look at the body as being wrapped up in these pathways which were were called meridians or the translation was meridians into English but in Chinese uh, Chinese medicine they're actually called channels because what you're thinking of is is lines of connection between one area of the body and another. So if you're putting a needle in the foot, for instance, that that can have an influence on the head. And the way that that needle communicates through the head is through these channels. So these channels are not imaginary things they're not things that have been made up in chinese medicine there's a lot of evidence now to say that those channels are actually running through the connective tissue of the body and that is a connective the connective tissue is literally continuous from one end of the body to the other and by doing a very subtle type of signal at one end you can get a reaction at the other end of the body
0: okay that's really interesting well i've had um shiatsu which isn't the same thing but it's still working on the meridians and I always seem to have a bit of a problem with my spleen meridian so that might be Mm -hmm. something that is you know worth maybe investing a little bit of time in something like acupuncture to get that energy flowing along there does it does it improve how long does it improve the energy flow for once you've had a treatment for instance So
1: some of that really depends on what your underlying symptoms are. So, for instance, spleen energy is um, something that's very much affected by how you eat, what you eat, and how you digest it. Um, and how you take that food into your body and make use of it. So the spleen is all about making use of food energy in your body and processing it in a way that your your body can make use of it. So from a Western medical point of view, we're talking about taking in glucose and circulating it around the body and making sure it can be used by the body, um, making sure that you've got enough iron so that your blood is strong enough to carry the oxygen around So it's really looking at, um, in terms of spleen energy, what are the underlying issues going on? Is it to do with digestion? Is it to do with your energy levels? Um, You know, those are the sorts of things that I'd be looking at to decide whether the spleen energy was specifically what I was going to work on.
0: Okay, that's really interesting. So knowing what you know now um, about um, yoga and acupuncture, Um, What do you think was um, going on when you felt as if you had a lack of connection with, you know, your work, in your marriage and with your parents? So that lack of connection was
1: really overworking. Um, I was just literally too tired to think straight. Um, I'm quite a driven type of person. I like to be busy I like to be active but I've got so um, there's this idea that your strengths can also be your weaknesses the things that you can do really well and really easily you do too much of and so that was me really I was always doing too many things and not taking enough time out not enough relaxation time not enough calm quiet time and so that means that um, with work I just was too tired and also being in what I would call conventional work being an employee just didn't really suit me. I like to do things my own way and I'm not terribly keen on being told how to do them and I don't like being wedged into boxes and procedures um, by other people. So one of the big benefits for me of being self-employed as an acupuncturist is I make my own procedures, and I decide my own way of doing things, and that really suits me quite well. So that was one of the things that I hadn't really understood with my with work, but the yoga, the quiet times in the yoga helped me sort of start to realize these things were issues for me, and I needed to do something about it. The same thing with my marriage, really, again, too tired to really take care of our relationship properly, and also, I just didn't really know where to start, I knew things weren't right between us but um, I didn't really have any idea about how I was going to try and make that better and that again, that that did get better once I had the time and the space to calm my mind down and just allow you know, inspiration and intuition to come in there and also just to have the quietness in your mind to have quiet discussion with Steve, my husband, to talk about things and work out you know, from both of our angles, what wasn't working for us and what could we actually do about that. But it took the that sort of time and quietness from yoga, and also from that point of view of the whole one of the ways in which you treat people within acupuncture is to calm the mind, because the mind has a lot of influence on how the body feels. If you can calm the mind, then the body can feel better. If the body feels better, it helps calm the mind. You're on a, a positive virtuous circle there. So it was, it was those things that sort of really helped me. And, and the same thing, really, with my relationship with my parents. It was about giving me the time to think about what the relationship was, why it wasn't too good, um, and what I could do to try and take steps to make it better.
0: Mm. Yes, because, in fact, when you get the balance, Back in your life, it helps in all areas of your life, doesn't it? Not just one area. So um, it's it exactly. across the board, isn't it? Really, so <laughs> it is across the type... board because once yeah, so yeah,
1: on. you don't, you can't, you don't prescribe. You know, where, when you've got that space in your mind from doing your yoga or from doing some meditation, you don't prescribe the inspiration that strikes because you know it just comes in there you suddenly get that, ah, that's what I've been doing, and that's why this problem keeps occurring. So sometimes that is based around, you know, my relationship with my parents, or sometimes that was the relationship around the relationship with Steve, or sometimes that was how am I looking after myself? How is, you know, how am I influencing these things by how I am? So I know that on the days where I've got a long day in the acupuncture clinic, um, you know, by the end of the week after I've had two long days in the acupuncture clinic, I know my brain is quite foggy and I'm more tired. And therefore, on those days, it's harder to deal calmly with the difficult things that might come up. So mm. it's about then going, right, well, on those clinic days, rather than, you know, every time you've got a break, you're checking your emails or checking your phones to see who's, you know, changing things or making appointments. It's actually lie down at lunchtime for 20 minutes after you've had your lunch, lie down, chill out, relax regenerate your energy then you can get through the day um, in a much better um, state of energy which means by the end of the week you're not feeling wasted and and therefore start making the same mistakes where you're getting annoyed with people which you wouldn't do if you were if you were feeling okay if you weren't tired
0: yes i actually have known people who work in offices have these power naps as well so some people are aware of what they need to do to get them from A to B when I first experienced it was um when I worked years ago in the solicitors in Ipswich and one of the Mm -hmm. bosses there he just you know his wife had had a baby and he just used to say right you know no phone calls now put his feet up on his desk and have sleep for half an hour um yeah I've also experienced it in the NHS my former boss she used to have a power nap in the middle of the day as well but it's not something that is promoted or advertised or supported for people to have a rest like that yet yet you know just think how much more productive people would be if they did that you know and then yeah i mean it's,
1: it's not in our culture is it our culture is to keep working 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 that is you know seen as a good thing um Whereas in China, the regular culture is for everybody to stop and and lie down and have 20 minutes. So you lie down on the floor, you lie down on the table, everybody lies down. After lunch, 20 minutes, everybody knows it's an important time of the day. So again, in, in Chinese medicine, we have this idea of yin and yang, the morning being yin, the afternoon and evening being yang. And that transition from morning to afternoon is a really important time to nourish your energy, which is why... You lie down for 20 minutes after you've had your lunch. You might not actually fall asleep, but you just relax everything, let all your muscles relax, and let your digestive
0: system work properly. Yeah, that's brilliant. Okay, so I want to ask you about the meditation now. So you've trained in meditation Mm -hmm. and also mindfulness, and you're also putting on courses to do with this, aren't you? Yes. Do you want to tell us about how all that happens and about your courses? So, um, I started
1: training uh, however many years ago, probably about nine years ago, I've more or less started training in parallel with starting the acupuncture clinic um, because I knew that I needed something to help me stay calm with setting up a new business and also, uh, you know, being out there with my patients and not having a mentor um, standing behind me going, yes sir. That's right, or no, that's wrong. You're standing. um, You've got to stand and make your own decisions. So that's quite a scary place to be in. So I knew I wanted to have the meditation to help me get my clinic off the ground and to be effective in in helping my patients. So the guy I um, decided to train with, I'd seen him write an acupuncture. I'd seen him write an article in a yoga magazine, and I just really liked the way he explained how meditation works, and um, how he applied Buddhist precepts to it, really. So he is a a practicing Buddhist. I am not a practicing Buddhist, but I I enjoy a lot of the ideas that Buddhism has and uh, the particular school of Buddhism that we work with, it's very pragmatic, it's incredible, sensible common sense, and one of the big things I liked about it was... You know, try this practice, try this approach to things, see how this works for you. Does it make sense in the light of your own experience? If it does, then you can have faith in the teaching and um, you know that it will make a difference. And then you'll have faith in further teachings that come from the same teachers. So I quite like the fact that you are encouraged to test it out and see if it works for you before. So you're not just... Um, Opening your brain and having information poured in without you actually thinking about it. You are thinking about it. And that's a great way of really integrating it into your own being and to your way of working. So it's that type of idea that I really want to bring or I am bringing into my courses. It's about teaching people. A practical skill, yes, this is what you do in order to be, you know, have a meditation and to be mindful, but then what do you do with it? How do you use it? Um, How does it actually benefit you? So it's very much around, yes, you can have these meditation skills, but then this is also what you do with it. So it's not just a, it just doesn't become a list of things that you must do in a day in order to be healthy. I've got to, you know, eat a healthy breakfast, do my Mm -hmm. meditation, cycle to work, and all the rest of it it becomes something that becomes a part of how you live. Um, it's a it's a way of changing how you think so that instead of giving yourself a lot of grief and hassle with lots of negative thought cycles about you know how bad everything is today, I feel tired all the time, or I've argued with my husband and I don't know why we keep arguing like this, I'm fed up with arguing all the time. It's, it's those sorts of things that the mindfulness really helps you with and actually goes, well, hang on a minute, you know, where did that start? What was the first thing that happened that triggered off that whole series of events? And you can trace that back, you know, in my case, I can trace that back to, well, I was just really, really tired and I couldn't think straight and I was just wandering away, wandering around in a daze in a fog. So if I'm not tired, I'm not wandering around in a daze in a fog, I can actually be mindful. I can listen, I can hear and and take on board what's happening both in my own thoughts and also in my communications with other people, the things that we're talking about, you know, what are those triggering off as a response inside me? Are those the right sort of responses that are going to lead to having harmonious relationships for, you know, for us to get on well, again, with Steve or with my parents or with, you know, or just making a connection with my parents, um, with my patients. It's the mindfulness is used in a really practical way to help those connections happen.
0: Mm, that's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it
1: is. It is, and I, it's a you know continuous area that's really really fascinating to me. Is you know what other ways can I use it? Where else do I integrate it into how I'm operating on a day to day, uh, moment to moment basis?
0: Mm. I was looking at something I wrote actually. Um, it, it's written in a novel that I wrote. That it the experience was an experience I had about how much i was in illusion before i started meditating and um also i think i think that all the illusions sort of caught up with me in one in one massive session and i seem to have like a dark night of the soul where i sort of Mm. was breaking through so many illusions but i've been going for buddhist meditation i think for two or three years and I think mm-hmm. after two or three years of going, um, I actually thought, hmm, I don't really like this anymore because I'm actually, um, starting to see things, uh, about myself that I didn't really like because I wanted to sort of stay in the illusionary phase, you know, so to speak. Yeah. And, uh. When I was reading this, you know, because I've sort of re-scripted it into a novel and I just thought, goodness me, you know, at the time, it sort of shook me rigid. It was like in every direction I looked, I realized that parts of my life were a complete lie. And uh, yet that at the time it could seem to somebody, maybe it was a horrible experience, but at the same time, it was just clearing it was just clearing what needed to be cleared you know
1: yeah I, I agree it's very much that i never realized i was acting like that and this is the effect it was having on on me it's the effect that was having on my family it was having an effect on how i treat my patients so you know it's affecting everything so i completely understand what you're saying when you realize that You you have this picture that you're this happy person who's contented and got everything that they need and everything's hunky-dory. But actually, once you start looking at these little niggly bits of evidence that seem to be going, oh, no, you're not. Oh, no, you're not. Um, (laughs) That's interesting. Rather than continuing to ignore your, oh, no, you're not type signals, you actually go, okay, what does that mean? And then, yeah, it does take you down what can seem like a dark path. But there's definitely light yeah. at the end of the tunnel because when you understand what you're doing that is actually quite harmful to you, you can go well. I'm gonna. I can change that, and it just takes a change of mindset. Uh, you know, you're only ever one thought away from change.
0: Mm, absolutely wonderful. So your course. I'm just going to say your website here. Um, if you want to get in touch with Anya, please get in touch with her through her website, which is um, www.wisdommind.co.uk. And the That's course... And wisdom hyphen mind. Oh, sorry, yeah. Very important, I say, hey, well, that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is very important. Wisdom hyphen mind.co.uk. Course is called Nine Breaths breaths to a calmer mind but they can find that via your website can't they
1: yeah if you click on the free downloads tab at the on the you know when you land on it there's a free downloads tab at the top just click on that and that will take you through to the nine nine breaths download
0: Mm. so you've got some free information for people to get started with on your website haven't you yeah so the nine
1: breaths is uh it's nine breaths to a calmer mind so that's a free video and which teaches you the nine breath sequence. Um, And then there's a couple of bonus things that go along with that. There's a a bonus video which is tips on making your nine breaths even more effective. And there's an e-book that goes with it. So um, I don't know about you, but I prefer to read things rather than to keep watching videos all the time. And I prefer to know how to do something myself without having, having, again, to keep referring back to video. So the e-book is really a set of instructions Learn the basics of the video, and then, you know, if you want to sort of run, you know, free and on your own, as it were, just use the ebook as a reminder of the things that you want to, the things that you need to do to complete the nine day, uh, the nine breaths practice. And it's also got, um, you know, if things aren't working, there are here are some of the fixes for you to try so not everybody finds the nine breaths easy because of having blocked noses or things like that so yeah. it's got some um, ideas other ways in which you can and try doing the meditation practice to make it more effective for you
0: okay and um, they get the ebook from the website or or is the ebook on amazon
1: no no the ebooks on the website so you just uh, follow the link to the nine breaths of a Karma mind video and the teaching video the tips video and the ebook are all on the same page so you wow. just land on the page, um, watch the video, scroll down to the bottom and um, you'll get to the ebook.
0: I did look at your website to be honest with you, Annie but it's just I haven't remembered all the details. But I did look at it and I thought it was very impressive. It was very easy to understand, the layout was good, the information was good and it did make me want to, you know, if I hadn't, you know, been so busy I definitely would have stayed and looked at it that for longer and said yeah i'm going back to this later you know to download some well, of the yeah so it is really really good and if people want to email you they can email you at anya at anya hyphen stoddard.co.uk as well can't they Dash. they can or you can
1: email me at at anya at wisdom-mind.co.uk. That's probably easier to do.
0: Oh, right. Okay. So there's, there's lots of different ways people can get in touch with you. And you're also on Facebook, aren't you? I am indeed. And your Twitter? People. Can I am on Twitter.
1: Uh, the Twitter is at Stoddart. Yes.
0: Yeah. So lots of places where people can get in touch with you. And um, this is something you're going to be continuing. continuing yeah, so we just uh, finished. Off? That's
1: right. Yeah, just finished recording a, a ten-day um, program. So that's doing a a, um, a ten-minute meditation every day for ten days, and building up your your um, your knowledge and ability to use various simple techniques to help your meditation work much better to calm mm. down your busy mind. Or if you end up having sleepy mind on how to perk it up so just in the process of editing those videos and getting all of that ready to launch um, sometime in June hopefully hopefully that will be ready by then
0: yeah okay that's absolutely fantastic I think it's brilliant I mean we've gone through a lot of stuff here so I think we're going to leave it at that so thank you very much for being my guest on the natural co-creators show and thank you for having amazing me. information along for everybody. So thank you. All right, then. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks for having me. Okay, bye for now. Bye, bye. Okay, so that was the wonderful Anya, and that was great information there. So I hope that you all took that on board. And once again, apologies about, um, you know, the speed that Anya came into the studio because that really wasn't her fault we're having a few problems with um, coming in on the Direct Connect it ought to work but for some reason people are finding it a little difficult Um, so whether that is a UK US problem I'm not really sure but the more people do it obviously the easier it will become because you know if somebody manages to do it then you know, I get the feedback from that and I can sort of then pass that on to the next person, which is really, really good. So I thought what I might do now is play The Golden Meadow, Gold Meadow by Ashna, which is another beautiful track. And I would encourage you to have a look at Ashna, A-J-N-A's music, because, you know, The tracks are absolutely beautiful and they're really relaxing to listen to. So I'm just going to play that for you. makes you think of a beautiful golden meadow doesn't it you know and hopefully this is what we'll be having in the next few months although it's a little hard to believe with the weather in Suffolk today because we've been pouring with rain all day and I'm thinking goodness me we're nearly at May Day and what has happened to the sun but hold in your mind that beautiful music and that image of a golden meadow covered in buttercups and hopefully we will be walking in those golden meadows soon okay so next week on wednesday the night i will be interviewing penny morgan from penny morgan photography and um penny practices effective communication um with honest and genuine images of people so she basically um, i have had my profile pictures on facebook with penny morgan um, not the one i've got up at the moment but i have had some up i've had some photographs done with her and it was an incredible experience it was a relaxing experience it was a fun experience i've never had such good photographs taken as the ones penny took of me um, and she does family portraits business portraits all sorts of photography and this lady really can make you look like you've never looked before and a lot of her work is about loving yourself as well so not only is it your image that you're getting out there but it's also how you feel about you and she's fantastic so i'm interviewing her again um next week next next wednesday um, from now on, the Natural Co-Creators shows are going to be on Wednesdays, which I think, you know, seems to work better, gives me another chance to get in a bit of meditation and mindfulness myself. Um, in addition to that, I'd encourage you to join the Natural Co-Creators community on Facebook. I'd love to see some more faces in there where we are co-creating a positive future together um, through business, through mindfulness, through meditation, helping each other move forward. So we're going to have ongoing groups in there, creativity groups where we share, share writing, art, photography, and we are going to get together either Skype or some other some other medium. So um, please feel free to... Um, join the facebook group and if you can do that would be wonderful so you get to know a little bit more about each other so thank you very much for being with me today and i look forward to um, your company next wednesday